Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can choose what yeah. Hey, hey, folks. Here we are. We're back. We're here. We're queer. You're, you dried up pretty good. Yeah, I was a little sweaty. I'm a little under the weather again. The double sick. Well, you know, maybe it's the seasons changing and all that crap. That's you know? what Chuck said. I went to Utah, your altitude... Altitude. Wow, that was a that was a weird like spurter. It was like a cartoon car spinning out. Yeah, it couldn't start. What's the car in Rogers? Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, the little uh, little funny yeah. um, angry car. He's got like a Brooklyn accent. Yes. Benny. His name's Benny. He was a cab. Wow. What a, a pull. Yeah, Benny the Cab. Benny. Yeah, Benny the Cab. Yeah. So he's like he's a virgin. A, he loved the Dodgers. He was Brooklyn-y. Yes. The Dodgers. Oh, or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, that's fun. The baby was fun in that, too. I think the oh. baby was a comic or something, because he was angry at a cigar. Remember? Great, great film. Great movie. Killer. Uh, Went to the theater as a kid, saw that, and I saw the, the high school, or not the high school, the, the bully from my school was ooh. at the theater as well. And I was like, oh, hey. And he goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm seeing Roger Rabbit. And he goes, oh, I'm seeing Ernest Goes to Camp. And I remember being like... I finally won. Nice. I got one on him. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that bumping into kids is so weird. When you bumped into a teacher or a oh. kid, it was so weird. Seeing people out of context as a kid is just mind-blowing. Kooky. It's like seeing a stripper at a restaurant. You're like, what's going on there? You're supposed to be, uh, you know, lap dancing. One time I had a stripper come out. I, let me tell you this. It was a very exciting moment. I what had is? a... A stripper walk out. Her name was Star, was her stripper name. Ah. And right when she walked out, she like clocked me and was like, oh, hey. And she was like, I know you. And she was a little made up and strippery. So I was like, oh, hey. And she was like, remember? And I hooked up with her. Whoa. Yeah. She had gone the stripper route. I think if I didn't call her back, and it sent her life into a nosedive. Oh, no. But it was very exciting because you're like, oh, shit. Wait a minute. How would you hook up? I don't know, just like a bar hookup, a regular oh. old com- well, comedy hookup. Oh, you nice. Know? And I don't think we fucked either. It was like oh. a make out. Well, I sucked. I had no confidence then or now. Chuck's just taking photos of the light bulbs. I don't know what's going on. No, the, the tape. Oh, the camera's oh, all tape. taped together. We, we give Chuck about $48,000 a month, <laughs> and he brings us trash chargers and the... I'll have to, you're going to post a photo. The camera's yeah. literally fucking duct taped onto the <laughs> tripod. Ghetto rigged. It looks like you're holding it hostage and you don't want it to talk. It's got <laughs> tape all over it. It's like the tape guy from uh, America's Got Talent. It's embarrassing, and I think there's like a, I want to say 30% chance that thing takes a nosedive straight uh, into the ground at some point. It I could know. happen. That's not a cheap camera either. <laughs> no, but uh, Chuck's got a nice haircut. Did you notice that? Ah, I didn't notice over the, the masking tape. $57. What? Yeah. I didn't check the price before I went in. That's Staten Island, too. Staten Island. They gave me a drink menu. They made me put on a robe. I was like, this is bad news. Give me 40 bucks. I'll cut your hair. Yeah. yeah. You can get a studio apartment in Staten Island for 48 <laughs> bucks or whatever amount. And there's a barber college in Manhattan. They'll do it for five clams. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, and it looks that just as it. good as that. Well, I haven't gone there in years, but <laughs> maybe I should. 
Uh, wait, what the fuck were we talking oh, about? You, you, you did not fuck a stripper. Oh, yeah. I think we had hooked up and made out one of those things, but I had no confidence, Jerry. Speaking of Jerry, I got a beef with Jerry I want to talk Ooh, about. Bring it on, Fatty. But, uh, yeah, maybe you could bring it up to him. Um, but anyways, <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh, coffee. I thought that was Flint water. It was gross. That's uh, <laughs> a wet market. It came out <laughs> yellow. But any jizz, I had so many incidents. I'm sure we've talked about this. Like I looked through old photos in the Boston comedy scene, and there's yep. like a beautiful woman like sitting across my lap like this, like what? in my thing, and I'm talking, and I just never hooked up with her. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, because I, I thought like, well, she's just a platonic hang across my body thing. Were you, were you excited? Of course, I'm excited now thinking about it. Yeah. I got, you know, technically that's a free. You got a freebie. Because she charges for that sitting on the lap usually, and you got it for the for the price of nothing. Oh, this is a different girl. I'm just oh, saying in general. Oh, I thought it was another stripper. But yeah, once, by the way, the stripper comes out, but maybe, again, maybe this is my fucked up no confidence thinking. You can't get a lap dance with a lady you know. That feels weird. Huh? Like once the stripper comes out who I oh. knew and hooked up with. You can't you can't be like, hey, one lap dance, please. You can do it kind of cheeky. Hey, it's ironic. Hey, you know. We fucked, but I'll give you one of these in public. <laughs> yes. You know but I mean? I mean, if you went to a titty bar and, you know, Esty came out, you wouldn't be like, hit me with a laptop. Oh, is that you? what this gal looked like? Is that what you're getting at here? Was she no. an old Israeli woman? No, hot, uh, hot lady. Oh, I'm just I saying see. in general, I'm just trying to pick a woman you know and they, the audience knows. I see, I see. Yeah, well, you could say for the first time in history, that stripper actually does like me. Because every Tom, Dick, and Anal in history goes, oh, no, I got a connection. There's a thing happening here. But with you, it was real. Yeah, I've never felt that. I've never been at a strip club and thought, she's into me. I've thought it. I'm yeah. an idiot. But I think you got a, you got a charm. <laughs> You're a very handsome fella. Well, you know what Other the... the ears. You no, know, yeah, the ears are connected. It's a problem. But uh, you know what the uh, the new version of that is? I got, I got friends who will look at chicks on TikTok, like a, some 11-year-old twerker with a camel toe and a yoga pant, and they'll like it. And I'm like, why are you liking it? And they're like, you never know. Maybe she'll see the like. And oh. I'm like, oh, this is the new version of the stripper likes me. Wow. <laughs> are you afraid you're going to be on a list somewhere or something? Well, I'm, not, I'm joking about the 11, but, uh, you know, 13, I whatever, see. something legal. Do those lists exist? I want to talk about these lists. I've never seen a list. You tell me. It's in the name. <laughs> I don't know, but I wonder where that comes from. There's got to be some lineage of you on a list uh, as a pedophile in 1801. Well, I think it's a German name. There was a Z. There's the famous oh, <laughs> guy. Oh, uh, least, And I think they dropped the Z because the Nazis or something like that. Oh, then it's just Nei. Oh, no. What? No, because oh. they don't want to be perceived as Nazis. Because oh, the Z Germany. makes it feel fucking... Could you give a goog to... To list with a Z, just maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll get some 23 and Me Too coming up. Who knows what'll happen? Well, here's an almost impossible thing to do, is to search my name on Google, because you write oh, yeah. list, and it just gives you lists of names. You're like, surname right. list. Mm. It's like, oh, here they are, O'Connor, O'Donohue, McGregor, right. Stevenson. You get a full BuzzFeed article. You can't, fit, I guess if you put it in quotes or some shit, I don't know. I gotta do that 23 and Me, because I told you, I went to Auschwitz. Uh -huh. And uh, there's all kinds of lists in there wow. on the list, and a lot of Joe lists. And I'm like, maybe I'm a Jew. I'm very neurotic. I'm sick for the second time in a month. Sure, sure. Yeah, this could be something. Comedy. Complaining. Glasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't eat a bunch of stuff. 
You're in the steam room all the time. I love a steam. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? <laughs> anything? Not, you got anything on I the love, Z? <laughs> Bro well, is real. There's a bunch of <laughs> L-I-S-Z-T's. Yes. That's like what that's I'm saying. What, yeah. Oh, but, okay. but I don't see any with just Z. Well, that's what he's saying. I'm saying, yeah, we had a Z, I think, probably years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm guessing. I get. I think that it probably just got shortened, and that's it. I'm, I'm gonna do a 23. It's, it's Hungarian. It says. Oh, it's Hungarian. Oh, that's what it. That's that's what this says. Wow, you're always hungry. Yeah, that's true. I'm hungry right now. Ah, uh-huh. okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought you were a Scotsman. Well, Scottish and Irish, and here's the thing: my grandfather's father. Of the, of the list lineage uh-huh. is from Ireland because the Germans migrated west in like the 1470s sure. 1580s whatever so I come from generational lists ah, in Ireland got it got they were it. like my grandfather's father is like the boat, the great grandfather. I see. And they died really young too. This and then uh, yeah, his mother was Tui also Ooh, from Tui. Ireland. Yeah. It says that the Tuitary list, man. you know, it said in German and Dutch List is a nickname for someone who is wise and knowledgeable from the middle high German list, Dutch list, with wisdom, ingenuity. Damn right. I know, but we need some, that's just a compliment. We I need know. some grounded facts here. I know, I'm trying to find it. Cunning right. or wily. It's interesting. Because you're kind of looking at it like when they have like something son or something, right? Uh-huh. You know, I don't know what list would come from. Right, right. And then uh, my mother's side is Campbell and McKinnon. So that's Ooh. like a real... Scotsy business. Now, what I've been doing is I've been popping an edible to go to bed, and it works like a charm. But bef- once you start getting a little high, before the tiredness kicks in, I'll watch all these history things, mm. and it'll be a cartoon of like they really simplify it, like a like a South Park kind of guy, and he comes on, he's like, "This is the history of Europe or history of Ireland." How the fuck do we have any Irish people left? First of all, the Vikings went in and wiped them all out. Yeah. Then the potato famine. Sure. Then the Irish uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Then the, the Brits hated them. And then half of them left to America. I can't believe there's still there's this many Irish people. Yeah, it's wild. I think there's more uh, Irish living in um, Irish Americans living in America than Ireland. That is makes the, sense. Is the, is the, the stat I heard. Yes, Staten Island. They also said that uh, there's more black people who come to America by their own will than slaves at this point. So that's kind of good. Yeah, that makes sense. That's progress. Yeah, well, there's a lot more time. What's going on, Chuck? Are we all right? He's moving the camera around. I'm scared. Where are the cameras? Easy. Hey, it's it's camera tape. It's tape. Oh, tape. We're being taped with the camera. Yeah, that's fun. Now the camera is getting its own tape. Um, what was I gonna say about Ireland? Ireland, uh, the fuck. mix: O'Connell, O'Donoghue, O'Reilly, <laughs> My, uh, Potato, the Blue-eyed Devil, Redhead Ginger. Canner told me a story about a guy he worked with, bartender. I love these kinds of people. Please, you know he's an American guy with whatever last name, and uh, he got in an argument with a guy, and he goes, "Shut up, you stupid Mick!" And the guy was like, "This, he called me a Mick. He called me uh, a Mick." And like, it's like, "Hold me back!" And I'm like, "This." Come on, you're Shut offended up. by Mick? Shut Stop up. it. That's literally a name. I know a guy named Mick. And he said it too. He goes, I guess another time he had like a couple of British guys came in. And he's like, I can't serve them. Oh, Keep them away. And I I Sarah worked there too. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm Irish. Oh. And you're like, what are you, crazy? I fucking can't Just stand guys like that. Carrying around this, like, I won't even talk to a, a British guy. You're well, like, stop it, you fucking... There's all Douche. kinds of versions of that. Like the uh, the guy, I my friend, he had this crazy girlfriend. She would like flip over tables and throw plates. And uh, I was like, "What's going on with this broad? You got to get rid of this lady. She's holding a knife." And he's like, 
she's she's Brazilian. They're passionate. I'm like passionate. She's a fucking murderer. Passionate. She's throwing plates at people out the window. Yeah, you can't throw plates. It's no good. She's bad. She's fiery. She's Latina. Ah, get the fuck out of here. She's a cunt. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember saying this uh, one time to a, a, a person who was like, oh, "Yeah, the Campbell. You know, we're we're." The Campbell clan, and I was like, Yeah, they were known for being uh, traitors, famously. Mm. And then this guy was like, No way, dude. Uh. <laughs> no way. And I was like, Well, I'm not, I'm not saying we are. Yes, yes. This is in like 1280. Exactly. It's not, you're not a traitor. I'm not a traitor. We're good people. I'm just saying, 4,000 well, years ago. People do it the other way, too. They go, Hey, you know, uh, the Brits, we, we invented half the shit. I'm like, Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah, you didn't you, invent anything. You didn't do anything. You just uh, got fucked, or your mom got fucked, and shit you out. You want to hear my Seinfeld beef? Please! Yes, yes. I'm listening to an old uh, Stern, 2017. Okay, I think I know it. Yeah, that's a good one. I think the, the special was coming, the Netflix special. Is that the one where he's talking about material? And he's like, he's like, oh, you always think about material. He's like, always think about material. He's I like, think isn't so. That a, isn't that a curse? He's like, well, what else am I going to think about? It's a beautiful thing. I'm creating. Maybe. Is that in there? I can't remember. I'm okay. only about a half hour in. I've he, seen he all of them. He says you find the torture that you're comfortable That's with. That's the one. Oh. That's How do you said. know that? Hey. Geez, you're pulling that out, the Benny the Cab. You're yeah. all over the road. Yeah. Yeah. He's got quite a brain yeah. over here. Chuck's working around the clock. He's taping cameras. <laughs> got quite a brain. A you see the camera yeah. taped over there? Shitty charger. Shit right there. What are you, a carpenter? But right. he says they're talking about their favorite. So he talks about his favorite movies. How he loves The Graduate. The Graduate's the greatest movie ever. And he, I guess he wanted to have Dustin Hoppin on Comedians in Cars. That would have been great. And drive the, the car around and then have the music. But Dustin Hoffman didn't want to do it. What? But then he talks about Dustin The Godfather. Star Wars? Sure, <laughs> against Darth Vader? I don't think so. Hey, don't say Jew. That's my team. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. yes. Wouldn't it be fun if I did my lineage and I was like Ashkenazi, and then I just started correcting everybody on... That would be fun. <laughs> I love the idea of an Ashkenazi. Well, <laughs> Nazis right in there. Isn't I that know, crazy? that's crazy. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, it's like Negro Modelo. But continue. Whoa. Uh, so anyways, they talk about the Godfather, and he goes, "How about? isn't it crazy the Godfather doesn't have one curse word in it? No curse words in the whole movie. Can you imagine that? And then they talk about it, like, wow, imagine that. But Sonny says the N-word. Oh. Which is hilarious to me because I'm like, does Jerry just not see that as a curse word? Or did they, uh, they not? Like, it almost like they're making a movie in the 70s. They're right. like, all right, we're not going to do any cursing. Wow. And then he says the N-word, and you're like, well, whatever. That's not really. That's funny. But Sonny that's says those, uh, those N-words are having a nice time up in Harlem with our driving Cadillacs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. But there is no F or B? I don't think there's any or... F. And he also says, son of a bitch. Okay. Sonny also goes, son of a bitch. And they also say, I mean, this isn't a swear. I mean, now I'm just splitting hairs. But they do say, we leave the traffic into the dark people, the color. They're animals anyway, so let them lose their souls. Quoting. Eh, Which isn't a, a swear, it's but a it's swear. like, it's that's not just, exactly. Facts. It's not facts. Exa- <laughs> it's not exactly PG. No, 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 no. It's PN. But it is interesting they don't say fuck. And then, and then Jerry's like, imagine that movie was swearing. It would ruin the whole thing. And you're like. Well, Goodfellas had the record for most F-words yeah, for like 15 years, and it's a masterpiece. That's so. a, a silly statement. It would still be a great movie, and maybe more realistic, because they are gangsters. They murder people. That's true. I think they throw out a couple of uh, Fs and Bs and Ss. Well, the thing is, though, I think back then, maybe they were classier, and it is the upper echelon. You know, Goodfellas is soldiers. These are like the, the top 
brass, so maybe sure. they don't swear as much. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a good beef though. It's an interesting beef. I want, if I ever see him, or if I, you want to bring it up, or maybe I'll tell Colin to bring it up because he loves this kind of stuff. Well, he but. definitely does think the N word's a curse word. Now we're just getting into all our Seinfeld knowledge, but he does the talking funny. Yes, and Louis says it, Rock says it, and he's like, I won't say it. Yeah. So he definitely knows it's a, a no no too, Daffy. I, I also love that moment where uh, Louis says, "Now you haven't tried to find the funny." He goes, "No, and I don't intend to," or something like that, uh, which is really funny. The idea of Jerry sitting down with his yellow pad being like, all right, N-word, let's see what we got here. Right. No, but anyways, I gotta, there is a curse in Godfather. Well, if, 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 a, if a bone to pick or a, a problem is a beef, well, what's the other, what's the opposite of a beef? A chicken? A queef? A, a queef? Uh, a, a tofu? Oh, maybe like lettuce? Or, maybe a lettuce, uh, a radish? Tofu's not bad. What's the other one that's not tofu, but it's made out of uh, a vegan? Soy? Yes, yeah, soy. soy. That's it. Boy, another one for the sea yeah. dog. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. This is not a good world where Chuck's on fire. Yeah. All right. Just look to the tape. Tossie's on fire. To the audience, he's uh, putting out a fire or putting. St- I don't know. Did you watch the Waco thing, by the way? I yeah. did not. Is it good? Wonderful. Oh, all right. A little overstylized, but fun. <laughs> Wow, there is like they do like a CGI, like it comes across and swings around the house, and you're like, okay. Well, the Waco guy was high fiving his friend, and then they took that down toot sweet. But uh, it's fun. But anyways, beef. So I got a tofu or a queef or a soy. soy Yes. And uh, soy sauce. So when I was with Seinfeld at the breakfast, Uh I had one of the top. This is how insecure and sad I am. You ever have somebody say, "That's a good question." Yeah. Boy, I can't tell you how good that makes me feel. So at one point, he was talking about some movie. I can't remember what movie. Oh, Leaving Las Vegas. Okay. With the cage mm-hmm. and the booze and the Vegas. And he goes, what the woman in that? He was telling me something about her. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, what's her name? And I go, Elizabeth Shue. And he goes, good job. Wow. Whoa, was I on the top of the world? Because now it shows that I'm... I'm not a I'm not a mooch or a, a, a tardo, you know. I'm, I'm in right. the mix. Yes, I know actors. I'm not uh, I'm not just some fanboy. I mean, I am, but I uh, we're we're having a real convo. We're we're on the same page. Yeah, you're mixing. I think it's because we got no compliments from our parents. I was just talking about this. You got that right, Fanny. Somebody said so, very similar. Somebody said something, and I felt like yes. Thank you. And yes. I can't remember what the fuck it was, and uh, but it was so minute. But I felt sad that I was taking pride in it. Oh, dude, that's the story of my life. I'll sit there and shower, going, "Good job." He said, "Good job." It, you know, it means the world to me. And I get her and uh, what's that lady's name? Caroline from the city, Leah Thompson, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, I yeah. Get that mixed Good up. point. Two hot eighties. Like, well, I've had this a few times. This is gonna be. We'll have to cut this also. Bring but I've had on. people be like. Your wife looks just like Elizabeth Shue. Very nice. Very nice. But my initial reaction is like, (laughs) Shue is like, Shue's a movie star. Yeah, Shue's not as hot as my wife. Yeah, it's funny how uh, egos are interesting because women and maybe men too. Women will believe it. Like if I go up to my wife and I go, "Boy, you look like Angelina Jolie," she'll go. And I'm like, you don't look anything like her. Right. I'm not saying you're ugly, but uh, you're miles apart, and you guys don't even have the same facial structure. And she's like, oh, I'll take it. Well, I got to tell you, this might be controversial. We've talked about this before. I'm not a Jolie guy. 
I think I your wife's more that. attractive than Angelina Jolie. Wow. Jolie F. Stamp, cut that and send it to her. Yeah, but don't tell her that. She'll dump me and go to you. I just think Jolie, I don't get it. Kardashian, what? too. I don't think what? I like a full lip. Oh. I like a thin Tom Brokaw lip. Oh, Give he me. lied about the chopper. No, that was the other guy, Brian uh, Williams. Williams, sorry. His daughter. That's something. Allison oh. Williams. Oh, she's beautiful. She's unreal. That's I a good-looking fan. My mom was into Brian Williams. Mm, she's like, ooh, that. the news is coming on. My best friend uh, Erica, or Derek, my best friend's wife, close. Ah, she's one of my closest friends. I'm not backtracking. Derica. She loves Lester Holt. Got a thing for the Holt. Oh, I can see the Holt. Which Sarah pointed out, Lester Holt looks like he has a ponytail. Wait a minute. He's got the forehead, right? Yeah, but it's it looks like he just has a tight ponytail. Pull up a Lester Holt photo. He's the black guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like he's got a ponytail behind his head. Oh, I can see that because he's kind of pulling back. Yes. How about this nugget? You know Morgan Freeman? Yeah, I know. He's got a big old hoop <laughs> earring. Uh huh. So does Harrison Ford. Uh huh. So some of these old timers with the with the one hoop, they look like a genie. Okay. And I go, what's that about? Sailors used to do it. You know why? No. Because if they died, this would pay for the coffin. Oh. A little piece of gold there. It was enough for a box, a casket. No kidding. So it's, Freeman's a sailor. I, he wants to be. Now, let me ask you this, and this could evolve into a whole other bag of dog shit. Well, it's smooth sailing. Do you have any idea what a Freemason is? Oh, I wish I knew, and I pretend to every time. Freemason, <laughs> uh, the other one, what's the other one? Cobnobbler? No, there's another one. A uh, fart knocker, stone, stone cutter. Stone Mason? Yeah. Greg yeah. Stone. Well, there's all kinds of these 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 alliances or these men's teams out there. I was watching the movie Prisoners. Great movie. Yes. It's great, but have you watched it recently? Wait, it devolves that... a little bit at the end. It gets a little bit like... Is that Gyllenhaal? Wait, yeah. Gyllenhaal and uh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. I loved it, and I just rewatched it. The last 20 minutes gets a little like, what's going on here? What is this? Yeah. It gets a bit conflated and wacky and over the top a little. It's been a minute. There's they... a little bit of like, wait, what the fuck? Why would this happen? Who's the cop? The cop oh. is Gyllenhaal, who's, the ma- who's like the greatest, yeah. I think. And, and then the other guy is Hugh Jack. Jackman's beating up Dano. Or yes, Dano. Dano. And um, Bob Dano. Yeah, and but it gets uh, the old lady is like a tough lady. She's yeah. the bad guy, and like Hugh Jackman's afraid of her. I don't know why he wouldn't just kick the shit out of her. Right. And she's a little cartoony. She's like, yes, I got the little kids in my. He start to get like a little. Right, Ugh. right. But Eddie Jizz dog too. He's got the ring, and I was reading the fun facts, and it says he's got a Freemason ring, and I was like, what is Freemason. I spent two hours Googling. You can't get any info on this oh, stuff. Oh, well, it's a secret society. They, they probably uh, scrub it. Yeah, so what do they do? They I, hang out? I think there's like eight presidents who are Freemasons. Uh, it's, it's all that like demonic, you know, hood up, fire in the in the in the uh in the forest and they have chants and then they have a club where they have a ring and a high five and a handshake and it gets a little gay apparently. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm not, maybe we should be Freemasons. That might be fun. Sure, I'd love to be. You know, that's like the triangle with the eye. Apparently, that's a Freemason thing. It's all pipes. Yeah, well, some of this is Illuminati also. Oh, is that similar? Yeah, that's they're similar. Illuminati. They're similar. It's all secret clubs that are, we're not in. Right. So, but yeah, I wish I knew. I pretended to people go Freemason. Like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. No, I've had people do that with like, he's in the Freemasons. And I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah. And then you just hope, you know that feeling where you're like, this, please move on. 
Any topic. Yes, Come up. Yes. Someone say something about sports. Quick. Exactly. It's kind of like the Klan, except they're like high end. Mm. You know, the Klan is like a is low level rootin' tootin' uh, hillbilly bullshit. But these guys are like politicians and 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 uh, corporate CEOs and stuff. Right. Okay. It's like a fraternity. So why is the cop in the Freemasons? It's yeah. Weird. The detective. That I don't get. But anyways, it's a fun movie. The cinematography is incredible. Gyllenhaal is amazing. I think it comes apart a little bit if you rewind. I started to be like this. I don't understand. This old lady is like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think they were trying to really throw you. You're like, this guy's a pedo, but it's a lady. Right. Um, Boy, you want to talk good movies. You ever put this right up your ass? 12 Angry Men. Oh, I love 12 Angry Men. One of my favorite movies of all time. 1957. I watched it. Salicuse recommended it. Big Fat Sally. And I go, give me a good movie. I want to need, I need a movie tonight. The wife's out of town. I want to pop an edible and watch this. And he goes, 12 Angry Men. I go, ah, 50s. I don't know. Black and white. Henry Fawn. Amazing! Oh, what a great group! E.G. Marshall, the uh, the dad from the Christmas Vacation, Jack Wagner, Jack, uh, Jack Warden, Jack Warden, Jack Warden from uh, Dead, Dirty Work, Dirty Work, yes. and um, Jack Klompus. What's the other oh, guy? Klugman. Klugman. Klugman's in there. What a name! And you know who I love is uh, Martin uh, Landau. No, no, he's good. Marty uh, Balsam. Balsam. He's in Psycho. He's in that. He's in uh, Express Take the Train. What's the Take the Train movie? They remade it with Travolta. Pelham 1, 2, yes. 3. You watched the first Pelham 1, 2, 3? It's great. That's a hell of a picture. A gritty New York 70s flick. It's fun. Martin Balsam is just... He's the jury number one. He's the fucking uh, head whatever fag. Love Balsack. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Great movie, and uh, Sidney Lumet. Yes, one of the that's greats. right. And it just shows it's 12 queefs in a room. It's not a painting on the wall, not a paint on the wall, nothing. Great movie, gripping, and it's all dialogue, and they unpack the whole trial, and it's all about what's going on personally, uh, right versus left, liberal, Democrat, Repub, and it just gets right in. It's all selfish, and it's all me, me, me. Amazing movie. It sucks your dick. Lee J. Cobb, we didn't even mention, who's uh, the best actor in the whole thing. On the cub. I have a thing about Sidney Lumet. First movie, 12 Angry Men. Oh, that was the first? I believe so. Well, he was wow. a theater guy. And then the last game. movie... Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. You know that movie? Tomei's Tits. Great movie. uh, First and last. Unbelievable. One in the 50s, one in the 2000s. Tremendous. He did, I believe... Oh! Did he do uh, Man on the Moon? No, that was Milo's Foreman. No, that's Milo's Foreman. It was also great. Also great. Man on the Moon had some holes in it. He did Dog Day Afternoon. That's the one. The greatest. That's the big one. Who did uh, Amadeus? Amadeus, I don't know, Deus. Because he was somebody. That might have been Foreman, too, maybe. Might have been Foreman. He did Cuckoo's Nest. You got that right. And then uh, Man on the Moon, maybe he did Amadeus. Chuck doesn't feel like looking it up. Give it a goog there, haircut. <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. Holt. Oh, oh, you got Holt, Holt photo? The... Show the photo. The, 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 uh, Holt ponytail. It does look like he's hiding a ponytail. See, that's oh, a little bit yeah. of a side angle, so it's harder to notice, but he's got side angle. Yeah, it now, looks here, like it's pulled. Here's a question. Does the fact that he looks like he has a ponytail, but doesn't, make him hotter? Because mm. women go deep into this uh, these little specifics about men. Like, I like you because you don't try 
but you don't look like you don't try. Or whatever the fuck. They always have some crazy, I'm like, where'd you get that? Am I hot or am I not? Do you like my dick or no? You go in all this, do I try? Do I, what, what are you picking an outfit? Uh, it's all pipes. I don't understand women. <laughs> that could be the end of the story. There but you go. Sarah's talking about, like, I was with some women the other day, and they were like, men have the wrong idea of what we care about. They think we want abs. We don't care about abs. We like a belly. But I just think, also, I'm like, and I think we've said this before, but I'm like, so if all of a sudden I just have washboard abs, you don't you're like going to be bummed out? Exactly. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, you wish I was fat. Ah. I don't get, I mean, Chuck is beaming over here. He can, he can gain the weight back. But um, <laughs> I see a roll. If you lost it for a woman, get it back. <laughs> don't do it. They don't yeah. like it. But here's my beef with this shit. Women do this all the time. They go, man, I have no idea. That... Tell us then. I Tell know. us, you fucking whores. What are you doing? Put it on a billboard. We'll do everything you want. We're trying to fuck you. And I'm also like, just can can we just? I'm not going to sound like a right wing, you know, Jordan Peterson <laughs> lunatic, whatever. Well, what if twelve angry anals? Can you also just say you love money, you want money, you want success? Because I know many of wealthy people that are fucking the hottest women on the planet. Of course, and they look like dog dick shit. Ass. Afternoon. Yeah. Blood. Of course. Of course. They're all hideous, but, you know, it's always like some oil tycoon is dating Jackie Onassis. I'm, I got to get a new newspaper. But it's all these old fat guys who are bald. They got a jowl going, but they got a pinky ring and a velvet suit and a cane and a nice uh, Cadillac. Freemason's ring. I mean, you yes. watch, you see. I mean, first of all, like everybody's hot once they're successful. Everybody. I, I've seen women be like, oh, and I'm not going to name names or toot horns. But they're like, oh, he's hot. He's sexy. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? I know, I know. Then they go, he's got something. There's something there. I'm like, what do you mean something there? You got to give me more than that. I need some facts, bitch. Yes, money and success. If I blow up, if my next movie doesn't get 11% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and I'm Adam Sandler, you'll see. People are going to be like, there's something about him. Exactly. He's hot. I love exactly. the weak jawline and the huge forehead. It's just sexy. It's it. They, they do it every time. Pete, da If Pete Davidson was holding two bags of cans and had a uh, yes. FedEx hat on, he wouldn't be getting blown. No, no blow. You, they go, well, he doesn't try, he doesn't care, he's scruffy, he's aloof, and I'm like, he's aloof, and on SNL, and a millionaire, and a movie star, and a stand-up comedian. You, you got to factor that in, ladies. Also, if if you like scruffy and aloof and retarded, get on the subway. There's three on every That's what car. I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, they're jerking it. What about that guy? They're eating their own shit. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. And, and, and you know, smelling shoes or whatever. Every time they go, Lester Holt. If Lester Holt had on a Domino's hat and, and a box of pizza, nobody's blowing him. And then they do another thing. These women. And this is we're just trashing women now, but they do another thing. <laughs> these women. Where the hottest guys, like a guy that's hot, hot. Like a real hot guy. Like a Tom Cruise, okay. Brad Pitt. Okay. They're unobtainable. So then the women sit around and they go, I don't know, I'm just uh, not into him. I don't like his thing. Although yes. I just did that with Joe Lee, but I really am not. Sure, sure. They're like, I don't know, Brad Pitt doesn't do it for me. I'm like, what are you, out of your mind? He does I, it for me. Guys do that too, though. I've seen guys go like, Jennifer Ann, she's gross. I'm like, Gross? Your wife is gross. She is hot. But someone did that. Oh, God, I hope it wasn't you. Somebody said that about Anne Hathaway. Do you hate Hathaway? I love Hathaway. No, I know who it is. I don't want to name names. But this person was like, Anne Hathaway, I, I, she's oh. disgusting. I don't see it. What? And it's the same thing. I'm like, first of all, disgusting. she's the hottest to me. And I'm like, 
Anne Hathaway is objectionable to you? I know, Berkshire Hathaway. It's crazy. And then they do these extremes. Ah, she's a pig. I'm like, she's a pig? What, what's the pig meter now? So what is Rosie O'Donnell then? Right. If, if Anne Hathaway's a pig, then Rosie's a hog or a cow or, or a moose. You know what Jerry said? Rosie O'Donnell read for Julia for Elaine. Ah, Did you know that? Oh, that makes sense. I didn't sense. know that. Yeah. That's cool. That's, That's so fun. funny that she came up because I just watched a clip of Curb today where they're fighting over the same girl. Oh, right, right. And she keeps going, she's a dyke. Larry, she's a dyke, and uh, it was fun. She's very funny. She's fun. Oh yeah. I don't know about her act. She was a stand-up for ten minutes in the '80s in Long Island, but I don't know about her act. But funny actress. I think she did her first set in Boston, or she shot her special in Boston. Mm. Something. The background of the Comedy Connection was her background for her special, or something like that. Uh-huh. I think she's one of those ones that like started on a dare. She has a weird story. Oh, give it a go. About somebody being like, "You think you're funny? Try it." And then she got up there. Something like that. Lesbians are funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing that she first she said Dyke and she goes uh, hey Larry's like well I guess she's bi and she goes every bi person's actually gay and I'm like that's probably offensive to someone yeah yeah it's all up in the air I'm so sad that I think they wrapped the show I, I know got three auditions and I'm like well my dream two. is dead two over here two we got five between us yeah come on LD maybe we stink yeah it was hard and I have a friend who knows Larry and he's like I put in a word he's aware of you and so I really thought like well here we go yeah but I think I was going out for such low level parts he's Mm. not even involved well I also have a friend who knows Larry and you'd think he'd throw me a fucking yeah I think he's got a lot more going on this friend I have he's got (laughs) he's got nothing okay he's just sitting around waiting for his life to begin well here's the real twist of the uh the dildo is I put my audition on the Patreon and I checked the comments and everybody's like no wonder you didn't get it this is bad and I was like okay well that's at least it's objective now oh maybe I'll put mine out put it out it's all content cunt Mine was pretty good. I had Ron on reading as Larry, which is pretty good That's because pretty good. he's an extremely annoying Jew yes. and hilarious and brilliant. Like Larry. Yeah. There you go. Ah. Well, what can you do? Curb. I, you know, I've, I've auditioned for every dickless show. Law and Order, SV Anal, all this shit. I'm like, put me in Curb, coach. I know. I'm ready to gay. Well, maybe we'll add a season. He's got nothing else going on. Everyone always says they're retiring and then they don't. I think they filmed two endings already that they went back on. They had him yeah, die yes. at the end of last season, too, but they never put it out. Nah, they it, also had the one years ago that he died. Yeah, that yeah. Gonna oh, that's right, with the heart attack. Yeah. It's very silly. So it, you never know. It's to the point where if they're shooting in Manhattan, I'm just going to walk through the fucking shot just to get on. Yeah. Ah, Larry. We love you, Larry. Maybe we'll beat him one day. Beat him? Me, I mean, I've met him, oh, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll be in the room with him once. That'd be exciting. And see, you can you can go up to him, because if I go up, I'm going to go, ah, season four, whatever, you know. But you're going to go up and go, hey, you see the Bruners playing on the shortstop? Yeah, I got some baseball, mm. I guess. But it always feels forced. Sometimes people try that. I've seen people try that with Louie. With, like, Louie will wear his Red Sox hat. Oh. And then someone's like, hey, the old, and he's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, and yeah. And you're like this, ah, swing and a miss. Yeah, Damn. baseball. Hey, folks, Sheath Underwear. That's the sponsor today. You know we love them. I'm pretty sure I'm wearing them right now. It's getting hot out there, and you know what that means. It's time for your balls to stick to your dong. Well, once you've tried Sheath Underwear, you'll never go back to the sweaty ways. Sheath has two pouches, one for your uh, dick and one for your balls to keep things separated and cool. This means no more chafing and no more trying to discreetly separate your balls. That's all I wear now. I'm all sheathed all the time. It's the best. Number one, I wear them. The lady wears them. 
You, you, the butler. I got to tell you right now, I'm doing laundry. I got a gap pair of underwear on. Ooh. I'm miserable. Ugh. I want to die. Yuck. The gap. Fuck a gap. Big downgrade. Thigh gap. Things are, these are a ton of different patterns to choose from. So if you get lucky and get to show your sheath underwear to someone, you'll look hot but sweat free. It's a win win for everybody. For our ladies in the audience, check out sheaths, sports bras, bikini briefs, and boy shorts. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use Tuesdays to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath Underwear is 100% money back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code Tuesdays. Get Sheath Underwear, support the show, and support your balls. Hey there, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. You wouldn't try to walk your dog without a leash, so why are you using the internet without ExpressVPN? Whether dealing, whether you are dealing with your new puppy or making a purchase online, everything in life is better when it's safe and secure. Every single time you connect to an unencrypted network, like in a cafe, a hotel, or an airport, your online data is not secured. A hacker merely has to be on the same network to be able to steal your personal data. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your information is safe. In fact, it would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. When I use VPN, I know I'm protected because you never know who's out there trying to hack your data and steal your ID. And, you know, I don't want people to see what I'm on. I mean, my choices online are a little suspect. I don't want anyone to know my algorithm. I don't want anyone to know anything about me. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. To get started, just download the app and click one button for instant protection. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, even your smart TV. So Mm. no matter what you're doing, your information is safe. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free at expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. That's expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. Expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. Here, here. Back to the show. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you meet celebrities. I always had this with Burr, because for years I didn't know Burr. Yeah, he's a tough one to like, crack. But my whole life, I was like, we should be friends. He mentioned he drove a Dodge Neon. We grew ah, up two towns apart. Right. He loves the Bruins, the Patriots, the Sox, angry, Irish. I know his brother. He knows Ira. Oh, so I was like, got a ton. So you're, it's one of those things you just want to be like, uh, you wish there was like a chip or a signal or a Freemason's ring that you're like, yes, we're friends. Yes. And you can't just come out and be like, hey, Bruins. You know, you have to let it organically happen, which it has now. Now, but it yeah. took years. It takes years. It, it, you cannot force it. Everybody says you got to work hard, you got to try, which is true for everything but friendships. If you try too hard with a friendship, butkus. But butkus. that's one of the great things about the Seinfeld, because there's we have like six or seven autistically Seinfeldian people. You, me, Fiore, Matt Wayne, sure. Gullman, Donnelly, Donnelly, Griffin, uh, of Sh- uh, uh, I always confuse Schultz and Chavone. Mm. Their names, not their yeah, personalities. That. That's for sure. Sure and sure. But uh, which I want to get a hang. The autistic Seinfeld gang. Ooh. But it is when someone drops a really deep Seinfeld line, yeah. even on like Instagram, someone will be like pie or something, and I'm like this. Oh, hey. You're my friend. Yes, we yes. have this thing in common. Well, it just struck me. There's a dating app called Hinge. Uh-huh. Are you familiar? I have heard of it. The whole rub on Hinge is that you know a guy or a gal in common, and so you can bond on that. So you're basically oh. saying like, "I'm not a serial killer. We both know Sh- Susie." 
Uh-huh. So then you go, all right, we both know Susie. Let's get together. And now it, you have a little more of a connection than just some freewheeling coos on the Upper East Side that you happen to swipe with. Right. Well, so we need that with friends, is what I'm saying. Not the show. Not the show, yeah. We need that with friends. Like, oh, we got to connect. But it's not another friend. It's, oh, we know about uh, uh, Poppy's a little sloppy. Right. You know, that's the hinge. Yeah, if somebody said to me, there's a whole other thing going on with Poppy, forget about it. I'm yeah. kicking everyone out of the room. Exactly. And going, hey, you you and me. Of course, there's 300,000 people right now like pulling up Seinfeld on Netflix, <laughs> and, like, writing shit down. Remember we had Se- Tuesdays with Seinfeld for a while. That That's was right. fun. That's right. And when I was a single man, I would kind of do a little research on a lady before I went on a date with them. And I would see, like, in their bio, they liked Ayn, Ayn Rand or some shit. So yeah. I would do a little Wikipedia, and I'd be like, ah, the drinks here are so slow. <laughs> it's like Atlas Shrugged. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's not, Women that's not go that. for that shit. If you have some weird connection, you know, when they're like, oh, wait, we have the same birthday? Whoa, put it in my ass. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm the same chooch you met before, but now that we, we have the same birthday, you're going to let me anally defile you? That's like the film... Uh... Cuckoo's Everyone best. says I love you. The oh. Woody Allen movie oh, with yeah. Julia Roberts. His his daughter has uh, whatever they're divorced, and she can hear a therapist next door, and the therapist client is Julia Roberts. So then mm. they see Julia Roberts. He has a crush on her, and she gives them all the info, which is so tad creepy. A little creepy. So then he does exactly that. He keeps bumping into her, and he's like, "Oh, I'm out for my run. My favorite flower is daffodil. My favorite, uh, you know, gay is Elton John. Whatever." Right. Did Did you ever have this uh, fantasy? You know, when you're single, you're so desperate, and you just want to meet somebody, and you're lonely, and you're gay. I always had that fantasy of saving a life. Oh yeah. Oh, I still have that all the time, every day. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I'm hoping Chuck is suicidal and I pull him off the rope. Yes, that's why I keep happen. zinging him. <laughs> keep going, it'll happen. <laughs> I'm hoping he'll be like, "Hey, I'm gonna kill myself," and I rush in and stop the bullet. Well, people won't be happy about that scene. Yeah, but, you know, I just can't people... go to Reddit. That's all. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> when I picked up that old lady, I was like, "Oh, I thought she was dying. Damn it, she just fell." You know, yeah. like you want it to be a life and death, and then you start thinking, "Maybe I'll set one up." And that's when it really gets diabolical. Yeah, I think that's happened. That's another Woody. I think Woody did that at some point too. I think so. Oh no, wait, Curb, 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 Curb. Did that. yes, so Jesse Smollett as well. Yes. By the way, oh yeah, he set up a big one. But yeah, uh, that would be fun. They did. I remember an episode of Baywatch where a lady is like swimming and a guy comes up and he's like, "Give me your snorkel," and he you know hang you know headlocks her, and then the the lifeguard comes over and saves her, and then they start dating, and then she finds out that he set that up, and then. It's like back, back to the Future. There you go. Mm-hmm. Supposed to rape his mom. Yeah, yeah, the 80s, man. Yeah. That was a family film. Yeah, it's crazy. What you, by the way, no one, I, we've talked about this for sure, God damn it, but <laughs> no one understands. I, I tried to do it as a bit. I'm like, the whole plan was to rape his own mom, and the audience would all be like, what? And I'm like, did you not? I that's know. the movie. They like they don't even pick up on it somehow. They just don't yeah. get it. Well, I feel like that's a comedian's mind in a nutshell. Is we're seeing things for what they are, and then you're like pointing it out, and they go, "Oh, we don't like that." And you're like, "Well, I'm not saying I think that. That's what happened." That's what I said. I'm like, "That's the plot of the movie." I don't yeah. know what to tell you. They don't like it. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, but it just doesn't sit well. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't sit well. That's exactly right. It's like that uh, Dan Natterman thing where he does the the joke about. 
uh, Middle Easterners or whatever. Yes. And he goes, they blew up a building, and now I can't make a joke. Yeah. He goes, you used to be able to make fun of Muslims. Then they murdered 3,000 Americans. Now you can't do it anymore. That I think Very about funny. that three times a week. Which is, by the way, an off-the-cuff line. It wasn't even in his act. You think? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was just He was just trying to joke. It bombed. To me, that, no I live for lines like that. Yeah. Uh, I had a line okay. the other day. I did a joke, something, something, and uh, the crowd goes, oh, and I go, ah, joke at a comedy show, and that got an applause. And I'm like, well, how about you just laugh at the joke instead right. of me having to comment about you guys being queefs? By the way, you mentioned watching history. Have you seen Shane in a while? Have you seen his bit about watching history? No. It leads to republicanism. It's oh, very funny. that's a great bit. Yeah. 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 He's a talented guy. He's got that other one about, uh, he's like, you can, I can tell I'm getting more Republicans. Like, I'm becoming a vampire. I'm like, there's so many black people in this commercial. <laughs> and he turns it up. It's a, it's a great act, though. Yeah. He's very good. I saw him. I got to hang with him in uh, Salt Lake City. Get this. Uh, I'll get into a story here now that we're at 58 minutes. Where are we, by <laughs> we, the way? We, we, you're we probably know? about. 41. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, I was in Salt Lake City. What a club. Keith is the best guy. One of the best clubs, one of the best owners in the biz, and he doesn't get enough credit, Keith. Yeah, he's amazing and a great hang. Great hang. Which this is funny, by the way, so you know, I don't want to get too inside baseball here. Maybe this is inappropriate. Uh-oh. But well, we can cut. I was telling a comic, I was like, you know, this, he's paying me a lot of money. and uh, You're talking to a, Keith? I'm talking to okay. this other comic. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm like, I'm getting nervous because he's giving me like a really huge guarantee and the ticket sales aren't, uh, it's not sold out. And then this comic goes, don't worry about it. These club owners, when have they ever just thrown you a bonus for no reason? So don't you feel bad taking their money if they're losing money because you're not getting extra money when they make money. Mm. And literally, last time I was there, this club owner was like, ah, you didn't hit your bonuses, but here's an extra $2,000. So I'm like, he actually did exactly that. Right. But the ticket sales picked up, and we made money. Everybody made money, so it was great. But Hell yeah. Great weekend. Salt Lake City. I had Luke Moniz opening. Ah, he's a funny cat. Go check him out on Instagram. He's hilarious. He puts up all the videos. So fucking funny. Great hang and we oh, really yeah. see eye to eye on all the stuff he's I'll one of us say that yeah he's about six eight and uh, he did the joke off with us in england yes that's where we really hit it off and uh he's great and he pointed out the ramones very close to his last name just an rna in front of it what his last name is monis m-o-n-e-s ramones r-a-m-o-n-e-s oh. his name is right in the ramones oh okay that's not worth saying out loud, I guess. Moan is, moan is, moan. Not yeah. the Ramones. It would be better if it was the Ramones. Yeah. It could be like, got to hitch a ride to Moan's Beach. Ah. Okay. I will cut this. But anyways, All right. great guy. He came out. Great show. I don't have a great story, but I get this text. Friday afternoon, you're sitting there. You know, you try to, on the road, you try to be like, oh, maybe I'll write or I'll read. You try to not just look at your phone like an asshole. Sure. So I'm like writing, and I get, you hear the, ah. At wait, Shane Gillis. Well, oh, that's exciting. Nice ah, to hear from Shane. Sure. Great comic, great guy, whatever. Good you egg. open it up. I'm in Salt Lake City tonight. Whoa. And you do the like, what? Yeah. Which is also, it's plus and minuses. Because sure. you're like, hey, a buddy on the road. You get to see somebody. But also you're like, oh, that's those ticket sales probably. Not helping my cause. Uh, He's doing a theater. That's 2,500 people right. that can't come to my show. And you guys are both New York guys, both funny comics, so it's a, a little bit of crossover. Similar we circle. Just, we yeah. had them on our pod last yeah. time. There's, I'm not saying all 2,500 would have come to my show, sure, but, but there's at least 80 people that are like, 
oh, fuck, list. We'll sell those tickets. We got to go see the Shannonator. Right. And which, maybe, and maybe some vice versa. Maybe a couple. I think it's more like, uh, though, afterwards, there's a few people who be like, we didn't know you were in town, which hurts. Because uh, we're all hanging out after, and there's a bunch of people who are like, what? Right. You were here? And I'm just sitting there like, oh, it was a pretty good show, though. You know? Yeah. It wasn't bad. But so, uh, so, so what's the deal? Does he come there, or do you go there? Well, he only has one show, and I got uh, two. So I said, hey, come on over and hang out. He's got Sean Gardini. You know oh, that guy? Oh, he's a cute son of an onion, that kid. I love him. He looks like Nick Mullen's son. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, a little Jewier. And then uh, Brian Six. Oh, I know Sixty. Yeah, Sixty. So uh, they come over. So it was one of those fun ones where you do your first show. I got a 7 o'clock show, then a 9.30. Nice and early. And then I go on, and I know when I get off, they'll be there, which is fun. That's fun. Which is always, you're always a little nervous on stage because you're like, oh, God, are they all back there going like, Ugh. They're in your head, and it uh, ha- happens every time. Yeah, you're trying new, and then you, you, know, you try to really, and then you come back, and you realize... They're not watching you. They're just at the bar. Right. They're like, we're not going to watch your horse shit. So you come back, and it's so fun because you come through the curtain. It's a fun show, and there's Shane. He goes, ah! Yes, you know, yes, yes. Seeing somebody in a different town is such a thrill. It is. You know what it's like? It's like hotel sex. Mm. You fuck your wife in every hole, every room, every nook and cranny of the apartment and her body, and you, you know, you've been there. Yes. But then you get to a hotel, and you're like, get over here, you dirty skank. And it's the same with a comic. You see a comic on McDougal Street, you go, hey, what's up, man? You doing the cellar? You see a comic in Salt Lake, ah, we're out and about. It's exciting because you're on the road. It's very isolating. And I don't, you know, I don't like to be like, you don't know what it's like out there. But it is, it's lonely. Sure. And you just want to see somebody. So it was fun. And, and he had his crew and Luke and I. So then we went to the bar, which even when I was drinking, I never got the bar. Mm. We're in the back, green room, yes. drinking for free at the Lang. And it's like, let's go to the sports bar. It's like late night, West Coast. There's no sports on. No, no. And you know, did you go to Punching Up or what is that place called? There's a place, there's a bar on top of yeah. uh, Wise Guys. And they all the waiters go there and the waitresses and the staff. I used to go there every time and it's the whole show is there. So you can't hang out because you're going, hey, photo, hey, high five, hey, queef. So I like sitting in the green room all night. Yeah, to me, that's how I've always felt. Like I said, even when I was out banging, you know. So to me, you go to the bar, and maybe this is the Boston in me. You go to a bar, you're like, we're just increasing our chances of being in a fist fight. Because mm. there's like a group of guys over there. They're like, oh, no, no, no. And then there's yeah. a group of guys over there. And then sometimes you're at a bar, and you just look around, and you catch someone's eye, and they're yes. drunk. So they're like, what the fuck are you? That's how I... Look at it. That might be the forty-year-old in you talking. I don't know. I felt like that in the years ago too. But also, I when like I was twenty, too. everybody was fist fighting everybody. So I'm just like, oh my god, what are we doing? Right. And then there was two audience people that were very nice. Like, can we tag along? And I'm like, I'm going there for eight minutes, but right, sure, right. And uh, but it was a good hang and it was fun. And then you know it was one a.m. and Luke and I took off. But it was great, great to see him. And uh, is he sobe? Who? Luke? Luke? No, I think he just doesn't drink much. Okay, good good for him. That's the ultimate. When you don't drink a lot and you're not sober. Yes. Because that means you have control of it. Right. Yeah, I think he's like a guy who has a drink here and there. He doesn't eat much either. You ever, you know, isn't it weird when you hang out with someone for a full day? Really? And you're like, 
Why aren't you eating? What's yeah. going on here? He's a big guy, too. You think he'd have a big furnace in there. I mean, I don't want to talk out of school, but this guy had about 140 calories on the day. I'm like, are what? you sneaking food? What? I, I don't know. Something's up with that guy. Well, he does live in L.A. now. Maybe he's trying to slide in. Well, and then he's like, well, I don't want to whatever, but he's like, I think somewhere between us. And I'm like, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm on a 7,000 calorie a day diet here. Right. But uh, Yeah, that is odd. It was. I wish my wife had that. Very odd. But, you know. I have seen that, but that is a great club. It's good vibes over there. Even the staff is fun there. Yes, very attractive, I might add. Very attractive staff, and uh, yes, good, good for a uh, Gild Gilroy to hit you up there. Yeah, that was fun and uh, great hang, and, and and Luke and I walked all around and uh, just good, good time. And the Tuesdays came out. Hell yeah! Especially That's lunch. You ever have this like Friday? You're like, boy, is this club not that great or whatever? Mm. And then Saturday, they're just like. I know. And then it was hot. So it's, if you came to the Friday show, I'm sorry. That's amazing the difference a crowd makes. Because uh, so I uh, I had the opposite effect as you. I said I did the special. I never see the lady. I'm always outside in New York. We're doing a pod. Then you're on a plane. Then you're in a Uber. Then you're in uh, Cleveland. I said for one weekend of my life, I'm staying in New York and doing the cellar all night every night. Nice. Esty loaded me up. Friday, five shows, Saturday, five shows, and a couple to stand, and just running around, working out, up, down, there's Babiglia, there's uh, the other guy, Ray Romano, there's uh, whoever his name is, Celebrity, and it was just killer, and it was the weather is great, right now it's like 50 degrees at night. You can't beat the city, and there's a vibe on a Friday. Yes. You know, the women are in boots and dresses, and the the guys are all dolled up, little napalm in their hair. They're trying to get laid. Great time. And uh, I hit up Salacuse. He goes, what are you up to? I go, I got one more spot at the cellar, and then I'm going to the stand. He goes, I'm a block away. I'll come meet you. He's always a block away. Always a block away, (laughs) Salacuse. It's true. It's hilarious. Yeah, we should call him One Block Sally. Every time I've ever texted him, he's like, I'm a block away. I'm I'm at my house. What are you doing here? (laughs) I'm in Utah. I'm a block away. So he goes, I'm coming. I'm on stage. I'm having an okay set, but I hear that. (laughs) He's in the crowd. Wow. He's pulling a full uh, Cape Fear out there. (laughs) He's got his feet up. Wow. So then I get off. He's like, I like this joke. I've never heard that one, so that's nice. And then we get on city bikes and ride to the stand like 12-year-olds. Yeah, that's great. As someone who's rode bikes with Salacuse, that is a nice time, I can say from experience. Nothing better. You know, we see a hot girl. He's in the front. He looks back, you know, and then, whoo, he helps us hit the fire hydrant. He's all over the road. Great stuff. Wind in our hair. Get to the stand. Stand's wild. And we, we riff and we raff. And then we sit at a diner. I ate eight beers. He had, a, he had a slice of pizza. And we talked all night. And then I went home. He's all right, that guy. Good egg. He really, you know what he does? He appreciates things. Yes. He likes, uh, he likes a film and a show and a movie and a bite. Yeah. It's also funny as a 39-year-old, you know, getting older. You walk around the city and everybody's falling out of bars. The women are dressed to the nines. They're all 11 years old. They look great. And you're like, man, I did all that. Yes. And now I'm out of it. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, that's how I feel about the city. It's like I sound like I came out of a cult. It's like I've snapped. I'm like, this is no way to live. This it's, is dog shit. It is not a way to live. It's terrible. The noises and the diesel. I was talking about Derek the other day, and he's like, what is happening? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, what is going on? Mm. And I was like... 
Oh, oh, sorry. I'm just walking up Lexington Avenue. Oh. Like, he's listening to the phone call being like, what the fuck is oh, happening in your life? That's hilarious. And I'm like, literally like, what? Yeah. Oh, 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 no. It's just a diesel engine and a guy in a scooter and a homeless guy raping my wife. Sure. And my sister's asshole's bleeding on the uh, 15th Street. Yeah, it's just nothing. Right, yeah. Well, do you ever have this? Had the, the Sunday, got a free day. I've had that. Nothing to do. <laughs> I uh, but I was wildly sad. You know, some days you just wake up sad. I got I, I'm sad all the time. Yeah, I just woke up and I couldn't. I was like, oh, I'll do some push up. I'll let me eat breakfast. Once I eat bread, once I have my coffee, I'll be less sad. Once yes. I walk around the sunlight, I'll be less sad. But it, I couldn't shake it. Yes. And I'll tell you, when you're sad, all you want to do is just sit on the couch, put panties on, and get a box of tissues and bonbons and watch Sleeping in Seattle. But uh, I was like, fuck that. Great, great sequel. Great sequel. Nor Efron. Uh, Cosby directed it. So then I go, fuck this. I call the garage. I go, give me the Beamer. Bring Ooh. out old Smokey. I get that puppy. I just say, I'm driving. I just drive to Canarsie. Wow. Just for the hell of it. Because I go, I, want, I don't want any traffic. There's no traffic out there. The Canarsie kid. Yeah. And I just drove to Canarsie, looked around. Got the car grinding, got the music on, and uh, and then I did a show at Littlefield in uh, Park Slope. Oh, wow. And then I went home, brought the car away, and I was f- cured. That's a fun feeling. I, I remember doing that years ago uh, with the Dodge Neon, not quite a... What is it again? BMW or Mercedes? I confuse it's those a two cars. Beamer. It's a 2002 Beamer. I always confuse BMW Mercedes. Both German. Both German. Yeah. Right? And... Volkswagen, also German, right? Yes, yes. and But it's also Beamer Benz. You got a couple right, of Bs right. in there. She's got the Mercedes Benz. Hmm? Hotel California. <laughs> oh, I thought because uh, what's her face? Uh, Janis Joplin. Oh, yeah. All she had that. Mercedes Benz yeah. or whatever the hell. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, I remember doing that driving down FDR with like some Dylan on and a nice day. You're like, this is great. And, yeah. Uh, it's a good feeling, a nice cruise. But. Yeah, that emptiness, it, it just lingers. It, it just, lingers. It's like a blanket. It just sits on you like you want to die. What's weird is when it goes away, you're like, oh, I feel great. And then I just wanted to you know, hang out all night. But then the wife came home. She was like, I had a horrible night. And I was like, God. Yeah. But when it goes away, it's such a great feeling because it, it sticks like stink on a monkey. It certainly does. But it's we're good now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's rough. It's rough, baby. But uh, got here. I'll be back out on the road this weekend, and I'm kind of excited about. It. That's another good thing about taking a road weekend off, because now I'm excited to go back out. Where are you off to? But I'm in Poughkeepsie, which is great. No flight. Oh, Poughkeepsie, breaking your feet in Poughkeepsie. Fun. You got that right, Fatty. And then uh, then it's Easter Sun. Oh, that's right. That's this weekend. Yeah, oh. sorry to date us. I'm going down to Virginia to go to uh, Shenandoah National Park. Shenandoah-ty. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited. Brad Doherty. What's uh, what's in the park? He's going to get a cabin and a Just tent? go to the park. Nice weekend off. Go down there. See the trees. I'm trying to check off some national parks. Ah. And there's one not that far. It's like five and a half hours away. Hey, all right. So I'm heading down the Atlantic Highway looking for a love getaway. And I love it. And I got to fuck my lady in the trees. Hell yeah. Just the trees, Johnny. <laughs> Little monkeys fuck. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I love a nice weekend off, relax, the whole thing. Well, this is the time to do it, Freddy. With this, these birds are chirping, the bl- skies are blue. <whistles> Head right down to where the trees are you. I love a springtime. By the way, I'm looking at my notes here. There's just nothing. Yeah. 
Someone switched seats with me. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like Kramer after he sold his stories. Right, right. But I did have this, and I know everyone gives a shit for all the travel stories. But we're traveling guys. What do you want from us? Traveling band. Um, what this uh, this is just uh, annoying. But I got to live your life oh, for a minute. Would you get a middle seat going to China? And I don't know how you do it. I, I really don't. I'm like it. it, it it ain't easy there. It's sloppy jalopy. Horrendous. So this is what happened. So Greg Warren was in town. The great Greg Warren. It was a new special out. New album, new special. GW. One of the great comics and great guys. He's What was the signal we came up with? Great comic. Oh, uh, actually good. Yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Yes. Which, did we plug someone earlier and not do that, though? Oh, I think we did. Oh, Luke Bonus is amazing. Luke oh, is yeah. actually good. Does he have a special? I don't know. Everyone's got one now. My my aunt has a special. I know. Sylvia. It's a tough. All right. Didn't someone have a special called Not Special? Was that you? Soder. Oh, that's right. Um, anyways, what was I talking about? Oh. Warren. So Greg Warren comes in, and we're telling stories. He's a great hand. He's like Henry. He's like Phillips. We're just telling stories and laughing. We're at the diner. And I'm flying to Salt Lake City a, a night early because mm. I don't like a five-hour flight followed by two shows because no. that club's Friday, Saturday. Yes. I don't want to fly across the country with two shows. So I'm flying out Thursday night to be relaxing, get out there a night early, whatever, 6 p.m. flight. And I live 15 minutes from LaGuardia. I'm like, great. I'm going to leave early. I'm going to go early so I have no stress whatsoever. I'm going to go to the lounge. I'm going to eat a full dinner in the lounge. Hell yeah. And just relax. Get some work done. So in my head, I'm like, it's also opening day. Red Sox oh, opening yeah. day. So I finished with Greg Warren. And we had told a couple stories. And he had just come from LaGuardia. Mm. And he's like, they redid it. It's amazing. It's now the best airport. When I lived here, it was a dump. And I'm like, the thing about LaGuardia is that. So we're just talking about LaGuardia. Mm. I go back, I'm like, I can watch three innings of the Red Sox. I got an hour to kill. I'll still be three hours early for my flight. There we go. Let's play ball. So feet up, watching the Sox, the whole thing. And I go, all right, I'm going to head over to the airport so I have time to ease my way in, have dinner. Well, what time's the flight? Flight's at 6. And what time's it now? It's like almost 4. Okay, okay. And I live 15 minutes from the airport. Ah. So I go, all right. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know what Mark's doing with his life. I don't know how you leave a half hour before the flight. I'm living my life. I'm getting there two hours early. I'm going to blow the flight attendant. All right, Mom. And I go, let me just check the gate. And then I go, JFK. And I'm better than this. I know you can't go from LaGuardia to Salt Lake City. Denver's as far as you can go from LaGuardia. Yeah, you got that right. And you pulled I, the Norman. It was like my feet, are like, I'm shaking. I, oh, I, I yeah. shit my pants. You're, I go, still, oh my you're God. still ahead of the curve, though. But the only thing that saved me was that I was planning on going two hours ah, early. I see. So I type in Google Maps, and it's just a blood red ah. line. It looks like my wife's tampon string. It's yes. just red, dark red. Ah. Like uh, like the salmon or capistrano, whatever. I can't think of anything, but it was red. Red rum. And uh, I'm like, fuck! So I get the lift, and now instead of just going to that airport that I can see, I, yeah. can, I can two drives I can hit a, with a golf ball. Sure, four. Instead, I got to go out there, and it is dead stop traffic. Aye, aye, aye. I board at 520, and it says 508 arrival. And I'm like, this is not me. And I was planning on having dinner and the other thing. And I haven't eaten dinner. I had diner and lunch, but I had a salad because I'm gay. Yeah, it was Luke-esque. And uh, I've always wanted to be a Luke. Luke is good. It's good. Luke list. I guess, though. Yeah. 
true. But anyways, it was horrible traffic, and, and I was dying. And of course, I'm like looking up alternative flights and everything, and, and there's no flight the next morning. It's all sold out, yada, yada. I, I was sweating and losing my shit. But you get there, you have the Delta clear and the, and the whatever you call Pre-check. it. Pre-check. Pre-check, clear. Club. You scoot through. But it was a literal jog to the airport, and they were already boarding. Like, uh, I made it in plenty of time, but, you know, I'm diamond. I like to get on first. Sure. And, uh, and you wanted your meal. I didn't get a meal, and I, I had to jog to get there. Like, the line was, like, long. So all good. But that feeling, man, I was, it like, pretty. I wanted to kill myself. I haven't. That's the closest I've come to missing a flight in ten years. You kind of, uh, you feel like you take a a week off your life with that stress because it's so consuming. Well, especially because it's there's nothing more angering than like I was just sitting at home. It wasn't like I was doing a podcast or a a shoot went long or I was having sex. I was literally like this. Exactly. Literally doing nothing. Right. And instead of being, you had that in my head, I was like, I'm going to be two hours early. Instead, I got there seven minutes early. Oh, uh, well, you got to be, this is when you got to go, thank God I looked. Yeah. You know, if I hadn't looked, I wouldn't have made it. Okay. So it sucks. I missed the meal. And that's a long flight, too. It was a long flight. I was starving. And, um, but yeah, if I hadn't been planning to leave early, I would have totally missed the flight. Well, that's the other thing. And this, this is a thing. It's like one of those. First world, white man, privilege, anal bullshit you can't complain about. But I had a similar thing where I'm like, oh, LaGuardia is so nice. Everybody loves LaGuardia now. It's it's rejiggered. It's all changed. But I got there, like, I don't know, a month ago. And I was like, I'll get there early. I'll have a meal. And I go, all right, what am I, Terminal B in LaGuardia? And I go, hey, where, where's the lounge? And she goes, oh, it's uh, under construction. It's new. Everything's new. And I was like, ah, no lounge. But you Oof. can't go... There's no lounge open. I'm upset. You know, because everybody goes, fuck you, you queef. I know. But what I was you, planning on it. What were you flying? United? Yeah. Yeah. Terminal B. B for boners in the ass. Yeah, bitch tits. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I got, I got, no lounge, and then you're like, all right, I guess I'll go to Sparrow with the fucking plebs. Ugh. I got fucking no dukes. Yeah. So <laughs> it stinks when there's no lounge, because you bank on it, and then Silicon Valley Bank, it's it's gone. We gotta be way over, right? You're about two minutes. You're an hour two minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. Like since Adam Sandler's album. Yeah, that's right. Good what? Well, fucking no dukes. I got fucking no dukes. By the way, pre-check is our Freemason. We're in. That's right. We gotta get a pre-check ring. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, you know what? They give you a card with your Delta status on it to hang on your bag. Oh, that was cute. Jesus. That was a little daisy. I laid an egg. But I don't put mine on because I don't want people to, I don't want the, uh, you know, I don't want people to think I'm a big shot because I have the diamond. Oh. I'm, like, yeah, I'm just going to walk around with diamond on my bag. Yeah. What are you, people Jewish? Are be, yeah. People going to be throwing <laughs> dog shit at my face again. <laughs> hey, right. But uh, all right. Well, we should wrap it up. You got and, any dates uh, there, Fatty? I do, yeah. I took photos of them, and I brought my calendar. Oh, the charger stopped working. Well, speaking of going nice. to Virginia, these parks, I'm excited. I'm going to Bozeman. Whoa! Yeah. Never been to Montana, so uh. I told my agent, I said, hey, uh, before this big tour comes up, give me some weird dick, because they don't want to put you in a city, because then you'll blow your wad, and now you can't do a theater there. Right. What a sneeze. <laughs> Gesundheit. Damn, that was a, that was a goofy... Yeah. Uh, so going to Bozeman, going to Great Falls, going to Dayton, going to Oxnard, going to some weird town, Poughkeepsie. So uh, say hello. 
Call it quits. I'm gay. New material. Go easy on me. And uh, see how the sausage is not funny. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm, I took photos of my thing here. Side splitters, May 4th through the 6th. What day is it? I don't even know. April? April 18th. Oh, wow. Uh, side splitters, yes. May 4th through the 6th. Get those tickets. I love that club more than anything in the world. Tempe, Arizona. Tempe Improv. Uh, May 11th through the 13th. And then... June, Spokane, June 1st nice. and the 3rd. Isn't this the best feeling? When someone wrote to me the other day, they were like this, hey, come to Spokane. What? The, who do I got to blow to get you to come to Spokane? Uh, yes. And then you just write back, June 1st to the 3rd. And they're like, what? Ah! It worked. I should have been like me. You're going to blow me, you fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Spokane, June 1st through the 3rd. I can't imagine there's a ton of people out there, but whatever. Come on out. And then Columbus, J- June oh. 16th through 17th. That's a makeup date that they canceled, not me. Uh-huh. And uh, so come to that. And um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube. The special will be out someday. I don't know. Special right. needs. And the Patreon is cooking. We got the best Patreon in the goddamn <laughs> Central America. It was me. What was that noise? Me. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh let's get the weird. hell out of me. We got a hell of a Patreon. Best one in the country. Check it out. Give it a goog. Chuck, yeah. what do you got there, Fatty? Uh, if you want to listen to my podcast, Fun Bearable, we just had Casey Jost on. Woo! Nice yeah. Set. He's now he's the uh, he's the director of Impractical Jokers. He used to be wow. like the main writer, but now he's he did that and he uh he just wrote a new Ninja Turtles movie with Colin Jost. He and Colin yes. are the writers. Is that out there? Uh, they reported on it a while back, okay. but it's not, he's never talked about it in public and we go through the whole wow. thing about he, how he wrote it. It's the next live action one. So wow. Seth Rogen made the one coming out in August uh-huh. and then the next live action one is by Colin Jost and Casey Jost and they're working on it right one, now. That one bombed. So this might be the redemption. Well, no, that's coming out in August. Oh, the new got one. it. Got the new it. One, so. Oh, okay. So sorry, Rogen. Yeah. I don't know if they have like a feud, the Josts and the, the Rogen. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. But yeah, Casey's awesome. He's super funny and uh, yeah, check it out. Funbearablepod.com. Another one of yeah. those Staten Island comedies. It's Sal, Jose, Pete, yeah, Pepitone, J.F. Harris, Harris. Yeah, the Jokers are all Staten Islandy. Yeah, you know how about that? Casey yeah, Jose Chris is the one lives there. So oh, the next yeah. generation is. That's right. Yes, Jose is the one who told me to move to Staten Island when I moved here. Ah, big. Mistake. How do you like it? I I love how comfortable it is. I could have twenty people come over. I have a huge apartment and a two. You know, it's awesome. Like Brad and Ray from my podcast came up and stayed all weekend. Um, Is that Verrazano raping you? Uh you get a you get a, you get like a specific Easy Pass plan. Okay. Um, but uh, but the thing is, it's not really like a social life for me. It's all families around me. That's right, what sucks right, about right. it. It's like I date people from like other you know boroughs, other other yeah. states. You know what I mean? Joe it's crazy. Yeah. Could meet a horny uh, housewife out there, maybe. I know. Yeah, I'm thinking nice. about it. All right. Well, you're a fairy. All right. Check it out. Tuesday. We love you. Comedy.